Okay, recording now. Just talk to make sure this, this fucking thing will reset. La, 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 la. All right, we're still. Okay. We're still exactly how I don't want to be. Whatever. The bard is. Sing with me, Frank. The bard can suck a big cock on his cock. I know who killed OJ's wife. Was the bard? This episode should have killed Burt Reynolds' career. How it didn't? Oh. How it made it? I have no idea. How is he ever a sex symbol? Mustache rides. Oh. Free mustache rides. <laughs> He's doing a Marlon and Brando impression. Oh. He's doing a Marlon and Brando, Marlon Brando impression this entire fucking episode he's in. I skipped over most of it. Yeah, you tell me. Want to play a uh, intro? Yeah, I'm ready. Whenever you are. Yeah, go for it. This is we're on the show. All right. We're singing. No, we're doing it. There's no cutting. <laughs> we're good. You're traveling through another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound but of mind. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop dark territory. I know she's not deaf or dumb or retarded or anything. Ordering in Wonderland. This opportunity, if not knocking, at least scratching plaintively on a closed door. Mr. Julius Moomer, a would-be writer, who, if talent came 25 cents a pound, would be worth less than car fare. But in a moment, Mr. Moomer, through the offices of some what? black magic, is about to embark on a brand new career. And although he may never get a writing credit on The Twilight Zone, he's to become an integral character in it. Hi, citizens. I'm Phoenix West. I am Frank. Thank God season four is about to be over. Links. Woo! Season four. We made it. Killing it. We made it, dude. Yeah. We made it. This is it. All we have after this is top five and bottom five of season four, and we're fucking done with it. And I will have a written list, I promise. You better. You goddamn better. Uh, quick correction to the last episode we did. What? I mentioned I was going to tell you a little bit of a history on the Lady Anne, and I completely forgot. Oh. Here we are. Lady Anne was a ship that sank in 1854. It was a United Kingdom ship, uh, sank in the middle of sand in the North Sea off the coast of Essex. Crew was rescued by a schooner, the Sea Lark, and she was on a voyage from Sunderland to London. There's no way that was a coincidence. I guarantee they knew about that when they wrote it. I'm sure Rod went back into the history books and said, "What? What sank? That sounds..." Romantic, ish. Yeah. Beaumont. Oh, that's true. Um, well, yeah, Beaumont was was um, oh, was he alive? No, he just knew history. Anyway, um, so it was the <laughs> HMS, you know, Her Majesty's ship, HMS Lady Anne. Yeah, it's uh, so it was based off history. I just thought I'd bring it up because I forgot in the last episode. We got a little sidetracked there talking about Beaumont and everything, but. Uh, today's episode is 418 The Bard. It's episode 154 of our fine program. Uh, welcome, Frank. 
Welcome, Phoenix. Hey, uh, I do have a quick uh, uh, idea, though. Yeah. When we're done yeah. the whole 156, I think we should do like a uh, a tribute to all the, uh, you know, the contributing writers. You know what I mean? You know what's funny? I've been working on, on that exact same thing for the last about a, two, three weeks. Oh, no shit. What I've done, uh, not like work, work, but like every episode we watch now, I went back and watched, you know, all the episodes that from that we've done already. And uh, kind of like Tom Elliott's, you know, he has his tiers, like, you know, bottom, middle, uh, top. I'm throwing them in a bucket. I have little buckets on my playlist, and I'm throwing them in there. And then I'm going to go back and see where each writer falls and see who has, like, the biggest percentage of their episodes and the highest. And, we'll, and then we can kind of rate them there and be like, or we could go back and look at see who has the biggest ratings on IMDb, something like that. I don't know. I'll figure out some sort of math on it. We'll talk about the writers because I am I am curious there. I mean, obviously we'll add Serling in there. Serling has to be one of them, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, he did what, like ninety-two episodes or something like that. He was so he was the bulk proportion. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but he got he got burned out by this time. So season four and five, he's not around so much on, on set. Uh, so he just shows up. He's sitting in a chair smoking. And, like he's across the fucking country in Ohio at this point. <laughs> but <laughs> it's it's it'll be interesting because he, he's a uh, definitely the bulk writer for the show. Um, Indeed. And we talked about that in the last episode. So let's not go too into detail. But I, I agree with you. Let's do that after we wrap up the one fifty six. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. After this episode, we only have thirty six more. Well, we still have to go back and do a bunch of season one episodes that you and I have not done. We can do that whenever. No, no, I mean, after the one, after season five is over, I mean. Oh, I just mean, we have 80s Twilight Zone after this, bro. I got you the DVDs. Well, no, yeah, I know. I was, I was just looking at it. So, so we should. That's what we're so going to we do. And then we'll we go back to. sprinkle one into five. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. That's what I'm saying. Maybe, like, every once in a while. do like two, um, I would say like, what, like like two season fives, then a season one, two season, kind of like. Back and forth. Let's not plan it out because our plans never come to fruition. Never. So. No. Never. The worst thing to do is to plan anything with us. Especially yeah. me because I will definitely be late for it. Definitely. Yeah. That's why episode 152, you're not on. <laughs> yeah, but you can blame my sick wife for that. <laughs> I could, but I'm not going to. I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Frank. We're on the bard. Let's just get this over with because after this, we got our top five, bottom five, and I cannot wait to do those because that's like therapy for us, our, our show. Finally, IMDb agrees. <laughs> I would say they don't because this has 6.0 with 818 votes. Yeah. I gave it a four. Yeah, I gave it like a two. It might be the worst ever. Like, worst ever, ever, ever. And, you and know what? It, it very well could be because not only let's count the strikes against it. Okay, go ahead. It's in it's in season four, number one, which by itself isn't a crime, but it is there. We have to face that. It's back. an hour long of, of of awfulness. Strike. So even if it was in any other season, you could watch it on Netflix. But season four, you have to go find it, and then you're like, "Oh, here I go! I finally found this episode. Oh, it's terrible." So season four is a, is the number I'm counting. Yeah, yeah. Number two, it's a comedy. Twilight Zone does not fare well in comedy. It is not a a trek it's willing to make or can make. And guess who wrote this? Rod Serling. So yep, yeah, it... Serling really fucking tried to do comedy and he could not do it. And he just 
you know, God bless his heart. He could, he never gave up on it. <laughs> he just couldn't do it. He couldn't do it at I all. Mean, he had that, you know, if you keep trying, you'll eventually get it attitude. And I love that about him. It's just um, he never got there. Unless you take uh, Planet of the Apes as hysterical, which I do. So he, he won there. I don't know. I just listened to Tom Elliott's Planet of the Apes, Rod Serling's Planet of the Apes, where he kind of like goes back and forth between the book and you know, Rod's first script and all that. It's interesting as hell. Tom did a fucking great job on that. Oh, he killed it, dude. Yeah. Um, strike three would be um, sound effects. He thinks, or they think, whoever made this, thinks sound effects equal comedy. Also, He doesn't write jokes. Sound effects he, the sound like... effects tell you that was funny. Also, let, let's make sure the sound effects are way potted higher than everything It's not else. proportional at all. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not. I would suggest if you have the Blu-ray for this and you haven't seen it, uh, first of all, don't. But if you're going to watch it, watch it with the original audio, not the remastered. Because I would imagine, I, I haven't tested it out, but I would imagine the audio is not as differential. I would imagine it's a little closer. Yeah. Which is weird because that probably means they fucked it up, they spiked it up. Because unless you have surround sound, you're gonna your speakers are gonna get blown the fuck out. The the opening song is so bad on like when it, dun, 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 you know when it starts off in that high yeah. note. My sound on my I watch it I watch the Blu-rays on my uh, Xbox. It shuts off the sound from my TV. <laughs> I have to turn off my TV and turn it back on every single episode. So um can I can I give an example? Um, okay, so I do have real quick. I do have one real where quick. he's just talking, and then this is when Shakespeare shows up, and this is when fucking the sound effects go absolute. Bad one second, Frank. Before you play that, we'll finish the count no off. Problem. Oh, I'm sorry. It's the last episode of a season, and it's terrible. Is that a strike against it though? It is because you want to end on a high note to get to get viewers to come back for your next season. However, watching all of season four, this is not a strike because it's the end. Obsolete man, end of season two. Good, good point. Okay. End of season one is what a world of difference. Uh, episode, one of the few comedies I actually like. It's true, but certainly didn't write that. Um, episode. What's the end of season three? Oh, uh, oh. Uh, I know the first uh, episode is uh, two, uh, but what's Cav the last Cav one? Uh, the changing of the guard. Change of the Guard, yeah. yeah. And that's a good episode. Sweet episode. Yeah, I loved it. Wholesome. Mm -hmm. This episode, fucking terrible. Anything, see what I mean, though? Yeah. Terrible. It's the only terrible one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else do we got against this one? Uh, fucking, I would just say, honestly, uh, Burt Reynolds doing uh, his Marlon Brando impression. I, I, was, I was gonna say Burt Reynolds, period. He, I thought he's the main pitcher on IMDb, I, and he's in like three minutes, dude, and with no stash. With no mustache. Oh, it's a bit early. It's because he's doing his Marlon Brando from on the waterfront impression the entire time. It's fucking disgusting. Look, when I think Burt Reynolds, I think Smokey and the Bandit, okay? Well, that's 20 years away from right now, or 15. Breaker, Breaker, you got a copy over. Snowman, you got <laughs> yeah. a copy. You, you got your ears on some? Or or, or Hooper, or some, something. Something mid-70s, mid to late 70s is Burt Reynolds like... Heyday. Yeah. And, and and have fun smashing that hot, hot Sally Field ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that one he did with an alligator? <laughs> I think it was Smokey <laughs> and the Bandit 2. Where there was He's in so many bad well, movies. I, I know there was an elephant in Smokey and the Bandit 2. 
They tra- <laughs> I haven't seen those in forever. Okay, so Smokey and the Bandit one, they transported booze, which was cool. Smokey and the Bandit, no, Smokey and the Bandit one, they transported booze. Smokey and the Bandit two, they transported an elephant with a German doctor? Jewish doctor? I don't know what accent he was going for. Um, pregnant elephant, by the way. Oh, I thought you know, they pregnant Barry Reynolds. Okay. Well, Dom DeLuise, I could believe, is a pregnant man. But that was Dom DeLuise, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think in the third one, they like replaced some people. Oh yeah, uh, I don't even think those like Tom, I don't even think uh, Burt Reynolds was in that. <laughs> no, he was. I don't think I don't think Hal Needham even direct the third one, did he? I I I didn't get that deep into uh, uh, Smoking the Bandit. Uh, all I know is I I love the fucking sheriff. The sheriff's the best part of Smoking the Bandit. Let's find out. Smokey and Das Bandit. <laughs> and Das Bandit. <laughs> the German version. <laughs> Very different. And the bandit was shot <laughs> for being a Jew. There was no mustache rides. Like, oh, God. There was no mustache yeah, rides with Sally Field. <laughs> there, was, there was basically uh, uh, anal with a fucking uh, fence post. <laughs> yeah, first one, Burt Reynolds, Sally Field, Hale Needham directed, obviously. Second one, uh, Burt Reynolds, uh, Dom DeLuise is there. Jerry Reed, Cletus. Yeah, Cletus is the uh, is we got, snowman. Yeah, Hal Needham again. Third one, yeah, Dick Lowry directed. So now, no more Hal Needham. That's what I thought. No more Burt Reynolds, oh. which is what I thought as well. Instead, it's Jackie Gleason and the rest of the cast. Yeah. Oh, Burt Reynolds is in it, but I think he's in like a brief, brief part. He makes a cameo. Yeah, it's it's... And they're they're all three years apart, like Star Wars. But holy shit, yep. <laughs> just descended. So and then quickly. there was a big lull, and they're like, "Okay, it's time to bring this ship back, Fast and Furious." Go. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to hear the scores of the three movies? Yeah, go. First one, seven point Fair uh, score. Uh, it's an no, enjoyable I, movie. I can sing it. Uh, 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 Coming off and slipping, we gonna do what they say can't be done. We got <laughs> yeah. a long way to go and a short time to get there. We'll run on bandit run. Ding, 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 ding. First one, 7.0. Yep. Second one, 5.3. That uh, was bad. I don't remember. Third one, 3.5. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Like, I don't remember the score to either yeah. of the other two, but Smokey and the Bandit one's uh, score was was. We're going to do what they say can't be, can't be done. We got a long uh, way to go in a short time. We are, we, we are desperate not to talk about the bar. Dude, we? do you remember... Um. Uh, uh. The dad and 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 his son. It was a midget, and they dressed the same. Do you remember in the Bard? No. Is this gonna be the other Casino versus <laughs> Twilight Zone episode? <laughs> I was listening to that the other day. I'm like, yeah, like, yeah, but 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 do you remember when you know Joe Pesci was like, you 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 motherfucker? <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you remember in that episode where he? Where he was like, you know, oh. I was doing this with the exhibits. What episode was that that we the did exhibit. that with? The exhibit? Yeah, I'm pretty sure because it was so bad. No, no, no. the new exhibit I no, like. No, it was, um, so it was, it was uh, miniature? Miniature? Mini- yeah, yeah, yeah. It was season four. I know that much. <laughs> I know. What episode was it? I have it right here. Um, it, was, it wasn't long ago. It was about a few. I Dream of Genie. That's I Dream it. of Genie. Yep, yep. That's it. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. That middle of the road, boring fucking episode. Yeah, where he wanted to have sex with his dog. Yeah, he wants to count his 
He wants to count his wishes. We got four wishes from a genie. Who's ever done that before? No, no, they got one. Was it one? Only one. Fucking whatever it Listen, is. Oh, it was do the, me uh, a favor, huh? Sleep on it, will you? It, because <laughs> yeah. the genie was from the Bronx. <laughs> is that how he got on Casino? Yeah, exactly. That's kind of. It must have. That's kind of what led to the Casino because the because because the genie's <laughs> insane just character. How about you fucking think about it? You fucking whack them all. Ah, Listen, yeah, yeah fuck you. Yeah, up. I'm the genie in the lamp. Uh, we, you know, we dress uh, casual, except you know, except for the sick bookerlucks. <laughs> so we just talked about the I Dream of Genie more right there than we did on the episode. Uh, so let's talk about the Bard for real. I hate um, Shakespeare, by the way. I just want to throw it out there. I don't get Shakespeare. I don't get the love from writers with Shakespeare. Maybe because I'm uh, dumb as fuck. I, I can't. I, I don't like reading. Period. I'm not a reader. I do, however, love a good narrated short story from a good per- a good narrator. Love listening to that Audible or you know just a YouTube narrator, you know, like no sleep type shit. Love it, dude. Can't get enough. But however, me reading pages of of words, forget about it. I don't have time for that. I I like when they updated Romeo and Juliet in '96 I- with a uh, Claire Danes and. Uh, DiCaprio and love me, love yeah. me, say that you love and that, like that, and that comedian. Interesting uh, enough, and that comedian. Um, There's a lot of people on that. Well, no, no, uh, uh, he was uh, uh, the the Chico guy, the Chino guy, um, and he had a great uh, HBO uh, uh, special at the time. Um, he's got big teeth. Anyway, the he's bard got big teeth. Forget it. Louise something. Louise Guzman? No, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> he was not a comedian. No. But he is funny. John Lugazama? That's it. That's yeah. it. Thank you. <laughs> I knew what you meant when you said Louise, but I wanted to... He was in the first spawn. The good one. <laughs> I, I just picture Louise Guzman. What's the fucking deal with ladies nowadays? What the fuck, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> like, I want to see Louise Guzman do stand-up. Holy shit. Did you? <laughs> he... No, I want to see him do stand up. Oh, I want to see Luis. Dude, he'd be great. He'd be great. He's way too high to t- to focus on anything he's saying. Luis, what's the f- Luis? Yeah, it's Luis Guzman, uh, John Leguizamo, uh, and um, uh, Danny Trejo. They are the three go-to Spanish actors in Hollywood. If you need a Spaniard, you know you need Mexican. You you go Trejo. You need a little bit more southern of the border. You go Guzman, and if you need just like Spanish, Portuguese, or Brazil-ish, you get Leguizamo. Or if you need a fat, disgusting clown, Leguizamo. <laughs> he's got he's got range. You know, if you need uh, any race that's not white but also also white, it's uh, Leguizamo. It's gonna be uh, John Turturro. Oh, good. John pull. Turturro good pull. plays a black man. Iranian, <laughs> whatever the fuck race you need, he's got and it. And Greg Ullman. <laughs> yeah. um, I wish, can you imagine being that generic in your looks where you can just play anybody? I couldn't. He plays a Southern Iranian, oh brother, where art thou? <laughs> like, I couldn't pull it off. No. I can barely pull off a Northeastener. <laughs> so, The Bard. What about it? Uh, I don't, yeah, The Bard, isn't that a book? 
from Shakespeare, or is that a character from Shakespeare? It's just what he's called. It's his nickname. I get it. You don't have to. What, what does the bard mean in... I'm sure it means something. Is it like the goat? In, in Shakespeare's. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's like the goat. It's like the okay, goat. Okay, so. A badass, retarded doe. Badass writer, <laughs> dumb, dumbass. If you think writer starts with an R, <laughs> yes. <laughs> then yeah, it could mean that. <laughs> I mean, do what you got to do. Stretch your It's like. The three R's, reading, writing, arithmetic. Like none of those, one of them, one of those starts with an R. Ristery. You're stretching two of them pretty extensively. They're moving letters. It worked, damn it. It did work for for yeah. for phonetic sake. See, I see. I don't spell in. It's not reuse, re, reduce, and recycle. It's those actually begin with R. Look, when I write out my paperwork for work, it's phonetic. It's not, it's not like spell check go, can go to hell. I don't have spell check when I write with my, with my hand. So I, I spell things phonetically. I spelled cart with a K for years. Like a go-kart, like Mario Kart? No, like shopping cart. <laughs> with a K, yeah. yeah. No, I mean like you wrote it like Mario Kart. Yeah, does like I, like, I, 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 I would write out, you know, I fix canopy light above shopping carts, and it would always be a K every time. You should, uh, you should have got your job at uh, with Steven Spielberg, in uh, uh, Indiana Jones and the was it? Uh, King, oh my God, what can't think. Temple Doom, where it's that Indian guy, and he's like, he he's clearly doesn't know English. He's reading enough cards Indy, phonetically. Indy. He's like, you will go to Bangkok Palace. He's just saying syllables. He has no idea what he's saying. Welcome to Bangkok, honey. We both came same time. It's beautiful. You, you should write cue cards for those guys. Simplify it. Hey, I mean, look, when I write something and you say it out loud, you know what I'm getting at. That's all that matters. We're like, where's the where's the child that wrote this? Where'd that kid go? Hi. Child? Child, oh, the, 40, oh, the, the almost hey, forty-year-old over there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's me. Oh, hey, grown man. And then, How you doing? Wait, wait. Oh, you wrote this? Oh, that's embarrassing. Whenever somebody comes at me for my spelling, I go, "Dude, Williamstown Education." They go, "Oh, oh, good job, then, man. man. Well, good job. You graduated." I'm like, oh, was a, I, did, "I showed up." You didn't write this from prison, which is good. <laughs> that's great, man. Great, good for you. I didn't. I didn't have to go to night school to get my GED. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, so it's about the so the bar the best my parents could hope for. <laughs> yeah, he's not a murderer, and you know, he actually you know finished high school somehow. I sh- he's not masturbating in the street somewhere. No, no, that's happened. Okay, yeah. not on a daily basis. Like that's all you can do. Well, it was a crazy week. A lot of acid. All right, moving on. Speaking of, I wish I had acid for the bard. This episode is terrible. It is garbage. It, there's no redeeming quality. Can we talk about the story a little bit? We haven't touched it Can at all. Can we talk about Rod Serling's choice of character names for a second? Julius He has the worst Moomer. character names. Moomer. M-O-O-M-E-R. Julius Moomer. Yeah. He... he you can always tell it's a Rod Serling story 
when you see the character names. That and uh, the first five to ten seconds of anyone talking who is okay. You got your um, you got your main character, and then whoever they come in contact with next, if they got a problem with them, and it is exposition, 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 exposition. If they if they wax poetically for a page and a oh, half, oh shit, over something. Well, while staring staring off over reading a off book screen somewhere over reading a book during <laughs> yeah. lunchtime. I mean <laughs> And that is definitely not making fun of him. And can we address the fact that his widow just died a couple days ago? Do you see that? No, really? Yeah. She died a couple days ago. I was gonna mention that in a couple episodes, but I forgot. Uh hey, you know what? And for once, let's be serious and just tip our hats to the Serling family because yeah, yeah, about a moment aside that is for, for Serling's widow, huh? I think. Yeah, let's give her uh, 10 seconds. All right. Honestly, thank you. I mean, she didn't write it, but she was involved, and I appreciate it. And you know what? She did give the world a lot of his old um, writings that were, you know, stored stored away and... Yeah, and uh, Zickery got a lot of that. He like was allowed to go up in his attic and like read through his mm-hmm. letters and stuff. And that's the stuff I found fascinating because he reads off a lot of the letters on these uh, po- uh, the audio commentary. And it's interesting to hear like how he writes the writers that submitted to him and studio execs and stuff. That stuff's fascinating. I'm so glad she let people v- view that shit and sticking by his ass how busy he was for <laughs> yeah how long. And I do believe Tom Elliott also got a chance to read. You know, got a chance to uh, spend some time with her and read. No, he he spent time with the daughter. Oh, like, yeah, but but it was, there's Carol and there's Anne. It was, his uh, widow is the one that just died. His daughter's fine. But She's, you know, his, yeah, I haven't read her book yet. I want to read it. And his daughter is picking up right where her mother left off too. So you know, we're not losing any. Uh, you know, we still have a connection to Serling's past. You know. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 gonna be sad as shit. You know, down the road. I mean, is this going to be... It's going to get the whole thing gone eventually. It's just weird. But it lives on. on. This show is 60 years old. It's 60 years old, and we're still... We're doing a podcast here in 2020. Yeah. If we told Rod that, he would have been like, no. Like, and He thought it'd be relevant, but not people fascinated and listening to it like as much as everyone is, which is crazy. It's still on every year. Insane, There's a marathon. Insanely relevant. And you know what? I thought this year their pick of episodes... From beginning to end, solid. They were, it, dude, best, best lineup ever. There was hardly any stinkers in it. Hardly any. You know why? Hardly any season four episodes. Actually, there was zero. I looked. Yeah, I didn't see any that I it's, saw, but I didn't watch it for that I, long. Well, I mean, I I went through the guide to look ahead of time. By the yeah. way, for you night owls just like me, Siffy, uh, for the foreseeable future, from five a.m. to seven a.m. You'll get four episodes every weekday. On, on there you Sophie. go. And honestly, if if um, it's a whole different world now, because this, this is a good episode to discuss our Twilight Zone fascination, because we have so much time left, and this episode fucking sucks. It, it's terrible. He he brings in. He's a writer. He's a fucking like 
Frank like ADHD writer and he cannot focus on one thing at a time. Fuck you, Frank. You know it's true, dude. And he, he I like thought skips the same so, it's true. Thing. Let me talk. I thought the same thing. When okay, I good. Saw him. I'm like, wow, good. I, I can relate to this asshole. I hate him so much. Yeah, he's pitching everything after everything after everything. Gets nothing done. He eventually, out of nowhere, there's a stupid exposition plot. I don't like this script at all, Rod. I'm sorry, bro. This is a bad script. Out of nowhere, he decides one of the movies is about a or the pilot for a show is about black magic so he's like goes to a library someone throws a fucking book at him which is probably rod serling from the 2020 2019 twilight zone and then he gets a book and he reads it on black magic performs a little bit he has a creepy girl in his house what's with fucking guys ha- single dudes having little girls alone in his room if a little girl walked into my apartment i'd be like get the fuck out of here i'm i'm calling your parents i am keeping the door open and shouting i'm not touching her like i'm getting my fucking ass out of there i'm not getting associated with that shit that is my that is my nightmare she was the not happening dude, she was the red uh, from shawshank connection for, uh, for him like whatever he needed she had she was able to get it she she gave him so much shit too but he start he summons shakespeare who writes plays becomes his fucking slave i don't know what that says about shakespeare about him i don't know but he sits there and like whatever you write i'll need I'll, whatever you need i'll write it rather and he's like write this and he, he goes on stage and they, and they make a play out of it make a tv show out of it shakespeare eventually goes and sees it it's a fucking colossal fuck up we got burt reynolds being marlon brando uh, Shakespeare fucking punches Marlon Brando, a.k.a. Burt Reynolds, and then he storms out of there. And then uh, the main character shows up again to his fucking sleazebag publicist or, or the studio exec, where the fuck that is, his agent, and with everyone from history. And you know who it's going to be. It doesn't fucking matter. The only one that's surprising is Pocahontas. What the fuck is she going to tell you? But Right. I thought the same it. thing. I'm like, what is Pocahontas going to contribute? She can't even speak English. Exactly. I mean, she did learn English. She did. Who cares? She's fictional, isn't she? <laughs> no, she's real. No, she she's on the fucking doll uh, Sacagawea, but she's 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 a real person. Disney used but, a real person. Yeah, Quasimodo's real. The Seven Dwarves are real. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Can you imagine a terrifying reality with Seven well, Dwarves? And anyway, if you I'm live in Iceland. Bird. They are. Yeah, fucking Norwegians and their whole the whole yeah, part of the there's world. Spoon, weird yeah, there's shit. spoon liquor. There's bowl liquor. <laughs> there's um, there there's uh there's there's peg leg. There's oh my god, there's so many. The, just those ones. No, no, no. Uh, so, I have a list. I, I'm I'm. They all have hilarious Santas too. I love it. What's the David Sedaris thing where he talks about like uh uh in Netherlands? Where Santa's followed by seven to eight black men. Of course. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. But um, Frank, what we wanted to talk about, let's get to this episode. He shows up and that's it. That's the end of the episode. There's, there's noises when they're supposed to be comedy. Every time Shakespeare quotes his own play, there's a sound effect. And every time the main character says something, there's like a... Woo, 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 like fucking... Not funny, it's stupid, badly produced, badly shot, badly acted. Everything's terrible. When he passes out, he goes cross-eyed like he's coming and falls over. <laughs> I hated this episode. I, I really I don't did. It's terrible. when I come to you. Oh, yeah. Everyone does. My toes curl. Don't lie. Your toes curl and you go a little cross-eyed sometimes. If you have a real good O, <laughs> pay attention next time. Next time you're watching you know your what? old lady I'll, porn I will in the Tilly Grinnick. <laughs> Just eyes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's the episode. So, Twilight Zone. 
Um, history, real quick. Um, I, I, it's. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. You're good. But I have the list of every elf, dwarf that the Icelandic people truly believe in that, you know, come around during Christmas so they have different traditions. Otherwise, these these fuckers will show up and do what they do. You wanna, do you want to hear them? Since, since the list is going to mean nothing to me, just how many are there? Okay, so we got Sausage Swiper. He swipes your sausage if you leave him out. We got Doorway Sniffer. He sniffs your doorway. We got Sheep Coat Clod. He's got two peg legs, so he's easy to find because you can hear him coming. Then he can't get away quickly. Yep. <laughs> Excuse me. Then you got Pot Scraper. He scrapes your pots. You got <laughs> Bullwicker. Door Slammer. Can you guess what he does? He slams doors. Then you got. I thought he fucked then up. Then you got Skier Gobbler because he cobbles up all your leftover skier. S K Y R. It's like this disgusting porridge Ch- that they make. Okay. okay. And then you got Window Peeper, big eyes because he's he peeps the windows. You got uh, Meat Hook. He's got a hook for a hand. Then you got Candle Stealer. He steals all your candles. And then you got Gully Gulk. I don't know what Gully Gulk does actually. You got stub. He goes your gullies. You got Stubby. <laughs> uh, he's just real short. Uh, uh, he's already a midget. He needs to be shorter. <laughs> and that's what, And then that's his attribute. And that's all of them. <laughs> that's like his skill set. Yeah, and you got to watch out for all of those mischievous little fuckers. The only one I could think about now is door sniffer. Yeah, sniffing your door. Like, like, I just picture setting a big turd on the well, other side of the door. Big nose. <laughs> he's got a very big on a blown nose. Yeah, you you took a couple dog turds down there and just wait and it's like ah fucker, dude, stop sniffing my door. Here, I'll, I'll just <laughs> so you can see what I'm talking about here. It's hysterical. Oh, they have photos in the I caught them in the act photos. Well, like, uh, this is they a have photo, ring bell. They have photos of what they look like. It's like the the porch pirates thing. They caught them in the act. <laughs> <laughs> like, there you go, buddy. Ooh, you got a good smell. He doesn't sniff under the door. He just smells the actual door. <laughs> You got some good paint on that door. <laughs> you know, okay, this is not good for the podcast. No, no, there you um, go. <laughs> let's. Okay. When it comes through, yep. I'll look. Yep. The uh, Twilight Zone has as a wrapping up season four here. Let's just talk about this real no quick. Problem. I feel like there was a long gap there where you could only view it on TV. Sure. And it was so fucking random. Yeah. Because I, I remember watching it in, in kindergarten and watching episodes. And then there's some I remember. I could go off a list of things I actually remember from a childhood. Because they would replay the same sort of ones over and over a lot. Yeah. And they're the ones that like stick to your mind. I'm sure I watched most of them. Obsolete but, you know, man comes to mind. The childhood ones are like the, I don't know, like different ones uh, than that. You know, it's a cook. Book. It's a cookbook that comes to mind really quick. They play that one to death. Um, yeah, that's that's more like later in life that I really focus on those ones, though. The ones from childhood are like, I don't know, like the random ones are like, as an adult, I don't really appreciate those ones anymore. <laughs> no, but it's always like the. Because you didn't know uh, anything. 
Yeah, I just watch it, and I was like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. And I remember uh, Nightmare at 20,000 Feet as a kid, as a little kid. I don't. I, everyone talks about how scared they were, but I guess as a different kid, not, that shouldn't bother me at all. I watch it for what it is and just just watch it. Like like five years old. I have a lot to say about watching that one, this. So I'm going to save it for the. And, well, we'll get there early in next season. How early, anyway? Oh, really early. I think it's. I thought it was later. Let's take Isn't a look. That early? No, I think it's like in the top five, right? Or five, first five. Yeah, episode three. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's how I used to watch it. It's just it was on cable back in the day. Not cable, but you know, TV back in the day. And you catch it when you caught it. And my great aunt, I think it was technically what it was, didn't have a TV guide. So it was just on or it wasn't. And you could barely catch it when you could. Yeah. You couldn't record it. I mean, you could if you had a VCR, but holy shit, she was in her 70s, and she didn't have anything. It was always late night. It was always like 3, 4, or 5 in the morning. Yeah, and all my t- videotapes or recordings were reserved for Mr. Science Theory episodes. Fuck yeah. And stuff like that. And that was my, that was, those were my two shows as a, as a child. I'd have a podcast about that show, but it, it's already a satire, so what the fuck am I going to talk about? <laughs> like, Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't make any sense. Um, yeah, honestly. I mean, the only thing you can go by is what actually happened because. Yeah, it's just them talking about a movie and they're already commenting on it. So, what's the point? Yeah. But uh, what, what? When did the. Uh, I guess my big question is when did the New Year's marathon begin? Do you know, have any idea? Uh, it began um, New Year's Eve right around noon and it, and it uh, went from. I mean, year wise. Huh? I mean, what ye- what year did they start doing that? Oh shit! Um, I, as long as I can remember, dude. I mean, I mean, how long was Sci Fi Channel been on? It's literally since the Sci Fi early nineties. Since yeah. then, I would say, I would say since like ninety five, ninety six. I mean, I don't know. Uh, hey Siri, when I'm looking when right did now, the Twilight Zone marathon start. course they gave me the interesting so in 1980 they started doing it on hot our uh thanksgiving and then it kind of began you know after that it used to be two times a year i remember that there was thanksgiving though is the mr science theater marathon for me how long do they do thanksgiving when did it stop i don't know i'm looking but it's a long article it's not easy to read because piece but who cares because i remember it being like like back to like it was like when i was watching it for the new year's uh marathon i remember like wow the marathon was like literally just on just a little bit ago and yeah and then they moved it to fourth of july weekend i don't remember that for that long it wasn't very long it was like fourth of july weekend and then it was new year's and i would I, i would say five years at the most yeah, and it was always something I I put on the marathon, and then sit there and watch and watch and watch, and eventually I'd wake up and it would be like Battlestar Galactica from 1983, and I go, "What the fuck is this?" Like I'd wake up in the middle of the night <laughs> and like the next day, and I'm like, "What the fuck this?" And I turn it off and I'm like, "Oh, I missed it. I fell asleep. God damn it!" That was like I grew up on like a black and white TV too, so it didn't matter that the show was in black and white. So it that pro- was, it was it pro- perfect. Probably looked better than today. Well, it would go from commercial because I had my mom's old TV from her when she got when she was sixteen, which was black and white. That was like my hand-me-down TV in my room, 
And so it would just go from black and white commercials, like modern commercials, but in black and white, you know, 1990, 90, maybe a little earlier, who knows. But it'd go from that into the show, and it was just continuously black and white. Did you by any chance then, keep uh, it? The TV, no, it's it's it failed, like it blew out. You know, those old tube TVs. No, because if because if you kept it in good condition and still worked, that thing would be worth so much money right now. No, it's it's uh those didn't last very long back in the day. It wasn't an expensive TV or anything. It wasn't nice. Well, it was a piece what was of shit. it made over there? Who knows? I don't know. I don't remember what brand it was, mm. but one of those ones where the. Oh God! This is such an old thing; it doesn't exist anymore. You know those buttons, the knobs where you turn the TV, yeah. the, the channel, the <laughs> click, click. But the the knob was fucking gone seventeen years so, ago. So vice grips. So you'd have to use a you'd, no, not even vice grips. You'd have to use a, a flathead screwdriver. Okay. And uh, it, if you turned it once, the knob, whatever it read on the knob, didn't mean anything. Yeah. So if it said channel six, you're probably in channel forty two or something. I remember like that. It's, yeah. You'd have to turn it twice to go once, and sometimes once meant four channels. So you'd have to do this weird fucking math back and forth, trying to figure out where, you are. how this is going to lead me back to one back on my channels, and, and you had or go around again. Sometimes it's easier to admit defeat and just all right. <laughs> I don't fucking miss that, Frank. It was infuriating. Especially if because oh, back in the day you had to you had to play your video games on channel three, uh, three or four, three or four, three or four. I mean, you had a, you know, a little uh, dial switch on the back of your uh, plugged into the yeah. back of your video game thing where you could choose which yeah. one you wanted. Because sometimes yeah. three, sometimes four, depending on where you lived in the country. Yeah, because I because I remember the original NES, you had two different style hookups, and I always, always, always had the cable hookup. The cable meaning the coax or the cable meaning those little uh, prongs? No, the uh, the uh, cable coax where it passed through, where you would screw it into the back of your TV, and then the cable uh, um, from the converter box would, pl- would screw into the back of that. Yeah, we had the, we were so poor, we had whatever came with it. So it was <laughs> those two metal things, and they had the little, like they both look like this in the end, and you stick it in the thing and screw it in. And it'd go around a little metal connector in the back of the TV, mm-hmm. and you could swap between three or four. TVs have changed so much oh my goodness. since we were kids. Yep. Just astronomical amounts. It's crazy. Yep. <laughs> so I imagine if you had money, as it, you know, when we were our age, you, you wouldn't have noticed the, you know, the degree of change over the years. But I went from black and white to TV to like five years later playing like. Nintendo 64 on a color TV and be like, holy shit! <laughs> Blew my mind. It, it, it almost made your eyes hurt because you were, you weren't yeah. used to the such vibrant colors of, of, yeah. of 64 of hole. red, blue, green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it's it's crazy, but it, you know they they kept showing the marathons and every fucking year I'd sit there and watch it and watch it and watch it, and then. Uh, my next memory of it is finally being able to own it, which was the the, the initial DVD launch of uh, Twilight Zone, which was probably, I don't know if it was the initial, but it was when I first caught notice, which is when they had those slim case DVDs with random episodes on it. I But they yeah. would put, there was five of them. It wasn't per season, but it was these little boxes and they would have like eight slim cases in mm-hmm. there. 
and they were like sixty-five fucking dollars. And this is when I first hit college out in LA, and I bought all five, and I spent so much money buying these things. But I was like, I get to watch these all the way. It's I've never seen every episode. So I sit there and watch them. Do you still have any of them? No, I got rid Damn. of them. They're they're not worth having. Trust no, me. No, for just nostalgic reasons. No, I, I'm glad I don't have those anymore. Just thinking about how much I spent for them, but I sold them. I made like half the money back, which is, I consider a major win. See, I but, I still have the VHS that me and my grandfather used to watch religiously, and it had it, it had five episodes on it. Yeah, I kind of miss that shit. I kind of miss being half you know something being that rare. I I like that as an idea, but also if I had to watch Twilight Zone that way. We would not be here right now. Would you like to know the five episodes that was on it? Yeah. What do you got on okay, there? So I remember. And these are recorded off TV, no, right? No, no, no. Off like this a... was straight from like like this was made by CBS, released by CBS. Oh. Yeah. It was a. Hold on. They put five episodes in a VHS. Yeah. Yeah. It was random. They were not recorded in like super EP mode or what? I don't know. They were just on a VHS. <laughs> and Damn. they came. They that's... came in a. Uh, you know, VHS, you know, the thing, how VHS is. Was it one cassette? one cassette? Five episodes. How the fuck? Oh, that must have been terrible quality then. Well, don't you kind of want it to be? I mean, yeah, I'm just like, you know, once you get that low. Did you ever record something on extended play on your VHS well, or your VCR? It, wasn't a, it, was, it was awful. I mean, dude, it wasn't a blank that CBS, you know, had people in rooms just recording <laughs> off a of TV. I mean, no, but the the tape would only fill so much, so they'd have to record it in in certain frame rate. It was a it certain, yeah. You know, there was a lot of wounds to it. I'll give I'll give it that. Uh, anyway, okay. So, well, what were they? Okay, so the one I remember specifically, it was, uh, you know, George George Takai, uh, you know, where he was, you know, the lawn guy. He came upstairs, and you know, he had to kill the guy with the sword. Remember that? Remember that one? That's next season. Next season. Yep, we're gonna we're gonna get into it. Season five. Can't wait. Love it. Love it. Okay, okay. so that one. You dirty little jack. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> so there's that one. Then there was one uh, occurrence at Owl Creek Bridge. The one. The encounter. It's the called encounter the encounter at Owl Creek Bridge. You know what I'm talking about? Where the guy's getting hit. No, no. The last one. Oh the yes, you, you're absolutely right. It's called the encounter. You're talking about occurrence, occurrence at Oakridge Bridge, which isn't even really a Twilight no, episode. No, it was it was it was a French short story that won an award at some award show place. Is it, it won at Plow de Plume? Plow de Plume de Plume. Some, some French yeah. shit. Film de Plume. Au revoir de Plume de Va. <laughs> I think I think yeah. it was the can film. It's really good, actually. But okay. When we get to that episode, it's not even fair because it's so fucking good. That it's, and there's no dialogue. How do you, how do you rate it? How do you rate that against other Twilight Zone episodes? It's not fair. There's no dialogue, no dialogue. No. And the ending, I, I remember the ending specifically because I did not expect it to happen. Did not expect the ending to happen. I watched that episode in film school, like before I went to film actual film school, but it was like a film class uh, back in Michigan when I was like 18, just just turned 18. I can see why they, and, they would uh, show that. Yes. And I didn't know, they didn't say it was Twilight Zone because it's a whole separate thing in reality. This just happens to also be bought for a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, it's a really good episode, a really good short. It's, it's really essentially what amazing. it is. And yeah. it's going to be hard to rate. And 
you almost can't put it in your top five just because it's not really a Twilight Zone episode. Well, I mean, let's make a you know, let's make a pack right now that we will not we won't we will not put it in any of our ratings because it's not fair. It wasn't Twilight Zone. It was just it's not fair. It's so fucking good. It really is. That is it's it really is, dude. I would say filmmaking wise, it's way better than every Twilight Zone episode because it's not c- confined to what the Twilight Zone could do with what they had. It's just they bought a movie and threw it in their episodes. I mean, it's yeah, not fair. It was a short story that the French made. It it I mean I mean it conveyed a message. It was it was I mean you know, it was edge of your seat, you know, it was what's gonna happen and then all of a sudden it was twist at the end. So right there's Twilight Zone with the twist. Yeah. And it made you feel something at the end because you were like, damn. <laughs> yeah. I just remember, you can, I've seen it like twice, like maybe three times. And I can still picture the guy running at the end. Yep. When he's running toward his wife. Mm-hmm. You can still picture that dude, exactly how he looked. Yep. And you just felt so bad for him. But then again, why was he there to begin with? Who knows? I mean, doesn't matter. It's it's it, fascinating. It though, really but. was great, good stuff. So it was that. It was that. Um, of course, Nightmare Twenty Thousand Feet was on it. Obviously, uh, Time Enough at Last, and the last one, the fifth one, was Howling Man. The Howling Man, I didn't really watch until I was grown up already. See, I my my grandfather hated it. Oh, I'm sorry. It was six. It had those five, and the sixth one, the bonus, was season four. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, yeah. God. And that, How did they put an ep- hour episode on there? No I'm way. I'm telling you. Or, no, no, yeah, I, I swear to God, dude, it was those five, or I might have had, no, you know what? Howling Man was not on that one. It was the four, and the fifth one was a season four, and it was the ding, 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 ding. Yeah, and my grandfather loved it because there was a submarine in it. Yeah, of course. Oh, well, me and my grandfather <laughs> love submarine movies. Yeah. He 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 was devastated when he when he wasn't allowed to be uh, in the submarine corps. He devastated. But yeah, so, what are you gonna do? I would say since we have season five coming season five coming up, I season five is the season I know the least. I would say I am. Yeah, the least familiar with, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm the least familiar with season five episodes because I just don't know what they are. I I don't. Yeah. Like I, I'm looking through the list right now. Like there's an episode called Uncle Simon. Probe seven over and out. I. The seventh is made up of phantoms. I know Probe seven over and out, and then Whipples is in that one. It's toward the end. Ring a ding, girl. Oh, no, oh, ring a ding. Hell yeah, that's a great episode. No, it's not. See, I remember no, this one. Not. I don't remember anything about black leather jackets. Oh, really oh yeah, dude. I, I know you black mentioned it a lot, but I don't jackets. remember anything about that. Are one. you ready for a piece of shit <laughs> from Agnes with Love? Doom, 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 Spur of the moment. Doom, 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 doom. Oh God, Queen of the Niles! Next oh, that's a, yeah, that's a bad one. It's got a seven point seven though. Cleopatra and bullshit. Yeah, another puppet one, Caesar and me. Yeah, the same puppet, by the way. The same puppet. At least we get Jeopardy room. 
Yeah, that was a good one. And we got, yeah, the encounter that we mentioned. Love that. I can't wait for it, dude. Cannot. And the bewitching pool. Oh, the best one of them all. The one where Earl Hammy actually quoted said, I guess I, I w- I, my story was the one that killed the Twilight Zone. He, he, uh, I listened to the commentary with him, and he even calls himself out like, My, t- my stories are too Appalachian, too, uh, you know, he's too from Virginia. So he's like, My stories are just too. I always got judged from my stories as being too much people from Virginia. Rightfully damn so. And simple stories. Yeah. Guilty as charge, Hammy. <laughs> he wrote, what, seven episodes, and they're all fucking harmonica based, which is always. I hear that harmonica, I go, oh, shit. Yeah, but didn't he write. Uh, leather jackets. He wrote that one, didn't he, Hammy? I'm pretty sure he did. Uh, let's find because out. He, I'm because curious. It's the one that stood out that I went. He did. It just doesn't mesh <laughs> with the rest. Uh, yeah, or having to. I mean, it's still batshit nuts, crazy, but it just doesn't feel like a Earl Hammy. At least we got one more Klugman coming. Fuck up. yeah. And it's the next episode, Frank. Is it really season praise one? Of episode one? Praise of Pip. Yeah. I mean, uh, season five, episode one. Club- oh, oh, yeah. uh, Praise of Pip, right? Yeah. yeah. So we got in Praise of Pip, Steel, which was remade into a movie with a fucking Wolverine about seven years ago, eight years yeah. ago. Remember I that? I love that episode, actually. Real Steel. I, I really like the episode. And then, then Nightmare at 20,000 Feet. And then we have a, a kind of stopwatch, which is essentially the same thing as... Uh, most usual camera. I don't know why we need Sort both. of, yeah, instead of the... Well, not really. It's not the same. Not really the same. And then we got Last Night of a Jockey, which is a remake of... Or like a combination of uh, 4 O'Clock and A Nervous Man in the $4 Room. Those two combined. Wasn't there another jockey one in episode... Or season one? It had something about no. jockeys? No? Okay, I could be wrong. No. Okay, fine. It's Nervous Man in the $4 Room is a lot like Last Night of the Jockey. But it's also a little bit more like a... Uh, four o'clock, where he's like, at four o'clock, everyone will turn miniature. Yeah. Which is exactly what happens in the last night of a jockey. Okay. Um, we got another living doll one, so we have two oh, doll oh. episodes. I'm, I'm Bob. I'm, I'm Tiny <laughs> Tina. I'm talking to I'm talking Tina, and I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. I don't like I don't you. I don't like you. Yeah, that that one was so. I it's like, do I feel bad for this guy or not? It be, no, yeah, because was a dick, but it's also it's a fucking doll. Yeah, it's like he <laughs> like, he didn't like he he didn't deserve what he got, but he deserved everything he got. But what happens? It trips him down the stairs, right? It does a lot. It shoots him. I just remember crying out loud. they the, in the episode in the the movie uh, Tales from uh, what's that fucking Tales movie? from the Crypt. Tales from the Hood. Oh, Tales from the Hood. Hell's yeah. They have that doll that trips him down the stairs. Fuck yeah, it does. Yeah. Trips the uh, not the main character, but trips the uh, his assistant. Trip motherfucker. His black trip, assistant. Trip, which... <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. That's how the movie ends. Anyway. <laughs> I, they made a sequel, by the way, I Frank. Remember, fucking I remember terrible. Zero of that. <laughs> I've seen that movie fifty times. I'd say. I do remember the little guys pulling the string taut on top of the stairs. I do remember that. I, I love anthology movies and I love anthology TV shows, but Tales from the Dark Side was David Allen Greer as an abusive uh, stepdad, 
and his son like keeps seeing a monster come out of his closet, but really it's him, and he draws him, and he wrinkles out the paper. Remember, and David Allen Greer is like, <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, and then there's little puppets that you know, racist puppets in a plantation from like some sort of politician down south. Yeah, it was very yeah, like it, it, yeah, and they come after very him. racist against white people. I did not, I, I, I yeah. did not find it very, um, you know, I yeah, yeah. There was the cops that killed the black dude. The white cops killed the black dude. They go to his grave and piss on his grave, and the zombie comes up and rips the guy's dick off. <laughs> I remember that. And he kills them all. Kills the guy with syringes, and he turns into a painting on the wall. Oh, my <laughs> I've goodness. I've seen this movie so many times. There's it's the coming uh, back to me now. <laughs> the gang member who gets uh, kidnapped by some sort of weird, like, uh, uh, 12 Monkeys type of thing where they put him in, they lock him in like Clockwork Orange and they make him watch a bunch of weird propaganda. Not, and he's, not sweet he, Ludwig he does the, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, he looks at his like victims that he killed and he's like, I don't give a fuck. And you're like, this is your chance. This is your chance. You must redeem yourself. Oh, with the crazy and dude then he, with, with the gray hair. Yeah. Like, ah! <laughs> yeah, Clarence Williams. And then the whole wraparound story, the the bookend story that the main through line is that these gangsters show up at a funeral home to do a, a, a drug deal with Clarence Williams three the third, who is, I want to say on next to lethal amounts of cocaine in this on set. Is there's like because the end of story is they end up being dead, and they're like, "Fuck you, man! Why are we in a funeral home?" He's like, "Yes." Like he's fucking swinging for the fences. (laughs) Yes, Cuban B. Like I swear that that he is so high. Character from um from from Half Baked. Yes, Cuban B. I swear that that character was 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 like modeled after that guy. I love that movie. It's so bad, but I love it. I haven't seen it in like 20 years, dude. Honestly, no lie. Easily 20 years. At anthology movies back in the day are good. Nowadays, they're made for so cheap and they don't give a shit like the VHS movies. Yeah, because they're original and why would they put anything, you know, money or or, or hype or anything? Even worse, the ABCs of death. Have you seen either of those? No, I've never even heard of it. It's 26 shorts. In a movie, in an hour and a half or two hours, whatever, like made by twenty six different people, which is the only cool part. Cool. And each letter, it's like A is for blah blah blah. A is for anal, I don't know, whatever word. Yeah, anal, and they'll show a guy getting anally raped by someone that death. Awesome. But they tell a little quick story in like three minutes about the letter of the alphabet, and some of them are really fucking cool. Like four out of twenty six. That, yeah. And then the rest of the time, you're sitting there watching. That's just one where the, I don't know what letters. It doesn't fucking matter. It really doesn't matter. It's just a framework to build the movie on. Right. But the, the the thing is, people are kidnapped, put in chairs in front of like a crowd, and they have to masturbate to whatever they're watching. And the first one to come lives. The If you don't come, the guy next to you dies, and they'll have a spike go through his ass. Oh, my goodness. And I, I don't get offended much. I, you know I, me, I mean, Frank. We don't get offended. Me, per, me but, personally, I would have waited for the spike to come. Yeah, but it's like stu- like a fat girl. And you're like, ugh. And you have to come as quick as you can. And the idea is, that, you know, h- longer you live, the harder it gets to come. Wait, um, wait, wait. These guys would have to do it over and over and over? Because 
Yeah, the winner moves on. Because like I'm like you're one one and done. I'm yeah, one I want to nap and then fuck yeah. off, get the fuck out of the room. The money's on the table, bitch. Yeah, get out of here. Exactly. But eventually they show a, they show a man come out with a child and get on the bed, and they start to like just start to like mess around. And I'm like, oh fuck you, movie. And that's where I draw the line. I get it. It's shocking. It's offensive. But I'm like, this isn't fun to watch. And you have to see him like, uh, 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 and he's masturbating his little diaper. It's disgusting. It's like fucking yeah. It's disgusting. It's disgusting for disgusting's sake, which is a g- good job. What do you want me? I mean, to- I get movies can go places, you know, where no one because yeah. But that's just there are lines you just don't cross. You don't you don't cross unless you have something to say about those lines. Which in this case, it was just people masturbating the things, so you had nothing to say. So. You're just doing shocking for shocking yeah. sake, w- sake, which is nothing. Yeah, for yeah, for reals, yeah. So fuck those movies. Don't watch them. Okay. Um, it was one of my first episodes, first video episodes I ever did was that uh, ABC's of Death, one of my LAW movie review episodes. Uh, <sighs> I fucking hated it. But let's get out of yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got Blu-rays now. Everything's glorious. Go buy the Blu-rays, I guess, is what our point was. Yeah, I mean, they're cheap enough, and uh, if, you, if you can't afford them, then um, I don't know what you're listening to us on. <laughs> I would just say, honestly, if you can't afford the Blu-rays, buy the DVDs. How, how about this? I'm going to buy a Blu-ray, um, and we are going to uh, uh, pick um, a... We're going to pick a listener um, who, you know, Go into iTunes, give us a five star review, uh, and we will pick the best one at random. You know, uh, not the best one or anything. So don't go crazy and sucking our asses just because you want something. Just you know, go give us a. Hold on, hold on, pause. If you want to suck my ass, go right ahead. Oh yeah, but it's not going to increase your chances of winning this Blu-ray or not. No, nothing to do with the Blu-ray. But holy shit, I'll take an ass sucking right now. Or down the me road, too. set one up in the future. You, you know, calendar. You dude, in. you want to meet me up at a half to end? I mean, you're paying, but I'll I'll show up. Just give me your room number. Frank will pay after when he's like sore and can't walk. <laughs> but holy shit, yeah, no, honestly, Frank, do that if you if you're willing no, to. I'm definitely um, willing to. Um, you know, if you if you can't afford the Blu-rays, however, five fucking five listeners, five five st- listeners have to give five five star reviews from from. This point until we get into season five. That gives you at least what three weeks from now. Uh, next week is our last season four. After that, we have season five, so two weeks from today. We mean next week's for last season four. The Bard is the end. Top five, bottom five. That's what I mean. Like so, one, next week. two, and then. We'll probably do top five, bottom five, and in praise of Pip next week. Yeah. Okay. So after in pra- if you hear in praise of Pip, you you're literally you have a week to left until episode two of season five, and by the time uh, episode two comes out or or whatever, well, we will be announcing the winner on episode two, season five. If there is a winner, if we do get you know five five star reviews from any of the listeners out there and then that's when phoenix and i will pick a winner we'll 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 put names in the hat and uh no what we'll do 
is if you see if you've seen B Movie Battle and see my ping pong game. Oh, Jesus. I will choose okay. a winner using ping pong balls. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Please go on to where? Phoenix? I don't know what you want me to say. Okay, it is basically it's um go on to um iTunes? What are you saying? It, what are it's you Nick at? Cage cast on on YouTube. Oh, so go go on to YouTube, go into Loitering Wonderland. So yeah, Loitering Wonderland on YouTube. Yep. It's B movie battle. No, no, no it's and Nick it's, Cage um, Cast. That's B movie battle. Nick Cage cast is part of B movie battle. But but it's going to be uh, the Zondale episode. I think it's episode six yeah. of Nick Cage cast for shitty movie or used to be shitty movie showdown. How it's B movie battle. And it just happens to be. Um, the, go check it, it out. Happens to be the funniest goddamn review of a Nick Cage movie that he, he fuck that done. movie. I'm still. It's been years, and I'm still mad at that movie. First of all, it was the only one I had as DV or as a, a VHS because I couldn't find it. After I bought the VHS and it finally got shipped to me from like middle of fucking China, I found the DVD. So now I have both. Fuck you, Zondale. Can you send me the it DVD? Won't stop fucking me. You send me the DVD. You can have the you can have the VHS. I have a VHS player. That's all I have. I'm not sending you the better version of what well, I can have. You burn it and send it to me. That is so impractical. I can send you a digital copy of what That's I have. Hard. Do you really want to watch it? You're going to jerk off to Dick Cage getting plowing some girl? No, not at all. He's a sexual vampire, no, Frank. No, okay, I'll send no. it to you. We'll talk about that later in your therapist. So, um, yeah, go go do a five-star review on iTunes and uh, you know fill it out. Actually, write something. You have to write something. Yeah. And share it with your friends so that way if we get at least five... You got a good chance. Make a deal with your friends that if you know if if they win, you get the prize. You know something cool. You can you can totally rig this thing. We won't even fucking know. We're not gonna check, yeah. and uh, we're just gonna read the winner off on the show and have them send us their address and or PO box. We don't trust this not son of a bomb because we totally will. Look, uh, we'll we'll send you the Blu-ray of uh, with Twilight yeah, Zone because it's fucking it's a great and Blu-ray. The reason and the reason I say iTunes is because it is impossible for you to make up five different accounts on iTunes and do this because you know iTunes is pretty pretty. You can only have one registered your computer. You have to reset your computer all the fucking time. iTunes is a holy shit. It doesn't fuck exactly. around. And that's why I say iTunes. And plus, it, it's it's yeah. still the upper eighties of the most I uh, download. You know, where we're all the uh, uh, podcast. So my point being is, you know, um, you know, but you know, be genuine. Don't say anything about the contest or anything. Just you know, you know, be honest. You know, but. As long as it's five stars, you can say how much we stuck. <laughs> say how much we suck. I don't care. As long as it's five stars, I don't give a shit. You know. <laughs> so the problem is we had two people vote five stars and like one person vote one star. So it's like at three point five stars right now, <laughs> which is just like oh, that's irritating. He revoked it. No, it's at it's at three point five stars in iTunes. That show. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Because there's so few reviews, because I don't pitch for this shit. I don't care. But probably should a little bit at the same it would time. Help us a little bit, you know, you know. I just, you know me, I don't care about this no, stuff. Like, but you're, prob- you're probably right. I just, I don't think about it at all. No, because we do this I, for fun. You know, we had to have a good time. But in the same token, you know, we, you know, um, it w- it's always fun to interact with other listeners as we're doing it. Although it's a podcast, yeah. it's out there for a long time after we do it. So, 
if you find it, it, you know if you find it after the contest is over, then I mean, no, I'm sorry. It comes in waves. I know this because once, like every three months, I'll have a day where I'll talk to like five different listeners, six different listeners, and I'll be like, "Holy shit!" And then it just dies again. Same here. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, people listen, right?" So ISCP. So we've done one. Well, you know, we have a permanent third mic again because we lost our third mic in Iowa. (laughs) He literally got out of the car and walked back to Indy. <laughs> Crazy story. Don't want to talk about it. But so we have a permanent third mic again. So we're getting back in the groove of that. But we literally went almost two months with doing one show, right? So on uh, December 28th, right? We were like tracking it with what we normally do. Like our normal downloads are right around 3,000, 4,000 a day. That's just normal. You know, it's just, you know, like do, 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 do. And then a spike to 30,000 and then back down in one day on the 28th of December and for no reason at all we didn't release anything that day nothing racing related happened that day I don't know what the hell happened that day but it was just strange dude what a it's a strange it's the strangest analytic you know just spike I've ever seen in my life yeah a lot of it it could be uh, yeah, that's weird. It could be one person shares it. That's really all the difference it is. So, well, whoever that one person was, he has a shit ton of followers that do whatever he says. <laughs> yeah, that's really all it takes nowadays. Sometimes, uh, so if you're one of those people, go right ahead. That'd be great. We love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to, we're not ever going to ask you for money. If you want to go to our Patreon, great. I, I haven't pitched the Patreon in God knows how long. But um, yeah, if yeah, we just like the interaction and the people listening for community sake I, I wish we had more conversations on twitter and the facebook page and all that it's just uh a lot more exciting speaking about that um you uh phoenix knows i was telling him about it but we did our first live stream of recording way off topic radio on saturday uh now we do have the way off topic radio youtube cha- uh channel so please subscribe and hit the bell so you know when you know, the live podcast uh, will be streaming. So if you want to participate or, you know, talk about all the crazy shit that we go into and maybe we'll pick something from the chat. Maybe we won't, we won't really look at the chat too, too much. But uh, it worked out pretty good, I thought. And it, it was on um, Scott's um, Brainy Beaver gaming channel um, last week because he forgot to hit a certain button to let us go live but we are now live so from now on it'll be on the <laughs> topic radio um so uh this saturday coming up um you know it'll be uh scott and, and i and maybe phoenix maybe not um you know Fe- Fe- you know phoenix has always an open invitation but uh we're hoping to have him on almost every show but we'll see what happens um so basically just uh you know the your, the best thing to do is to follow um, Way Off Topic Radio on Twitter. You drop the A, uh, and it's easy to find. Or just go to YouTube, Way Off Topic Radio, subscribe, hit the bell, and you'll be notified because we'll always put, like, uh, you know, um, going live in 30 or 30 minutes or some bullshit like that. So, um, and then uh, you'll be able to uh, see us record a podcast. There you go. Awesome. Go go subscribe to that. Hit that bell. Um, yeah. Smash that yeah. bell. Yeah. Yeah. Smash. Yeah, bro. 
So I would say uh, this Friday I am uh, on the schedule to do a, I don't know if it's live or not, but uh, Raiders of the Lost Flicks got a hold of me. They want to talk B-movies, so I'm going to do that Friday. I still don't know what the fuck movies we're watching. They listed like 60 movies. I'm like, which ones are we doing? <laughs> I still don't know, but Just we'll find out. Just so you're they prepared. W- <laughs> yeah, no, no big deal. Yeah. But they want me on the show, so I'm going to do it. They, um, they, they want us on the show. That's awesome. Yeah, so Raise the Lost Flicks um, on YouTube and RaiseTheLostFlicks.com. The um, LAWStudios.com, and you heard all the rest of them, so that's it. Oh, The Bard. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> 6.0 on IMDb says it all. Oh, yeah. I gave it a four. Um, oh, yeah, like I was saying, uh, the whole fucking sound effects thing that they did. Um, I never got to play it, so here you go. Oh, man. What do they think I am? William Shakespeare? Yeah. Oh, Shakespeare must be there because you got the music. Now, look, pal. I uh, I don't want you to take this personal, but uh, like a guy should maybe knock when he comes to a room, huh? I mean, uh, that's how you some people ain't as with it as me. Like that just showed up I mean, they take one look at you and they get a blast of a car. Well, a little girl shows up, he's fine. Up. Now, me, I, I can handle these things. I mean, obviously, I'm with it. Is <laughs> he gonna fuck Shakespeare? What was that? And then I, I had this. Oh, sexy this music. This was the last. Give me a stick, I'll beat it to I death. can't stand the music. I await your pleasure. What do you want from me already? Pretty good, sir. Ask not what I want of thee, but what does thou ask of William Shakespeare? Oh, God. I, I don't know what he just said. Okay, outro. Smoomer, a streetcar conductor with delusions of authorship. And if the tale just told seems a little tall, remember a thing called poetic license and another thing called the Twilight Zone. So lazy. He was... So lazy. It's pl- what? what? That was, was me wrapping a bow. Oh my god, Frank! I just realized <laughs> we're done. It just hit me like a freight train when you did that little maneuver with your hands. Yeah. Season four is done. We started. Yeah! Let me look. We started season four. I did it on my solo episode. I announced the date we started it. You're not going to believe this. Take a guess. The fifteenth of January. Last yeah. year? 14th. I thought so, too. Nope. Even longer. Oh, no. <laughs> we recorded episode 401 on November 24th of 2018, Frank. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that fucking crazy? <laughs> 16 episodes. <laughs> 18, 18. 18? Yeah. There's 18 episodes of the season. It's half, a, half an order. <laughs> we did do a few season ones. Just to break it up. But th- yeah, we did a lot because it was episode 401, and then immediately next week we did two live commentaries, and then the next week another live commentary, no season four. <laughs> but that was episode episode 401 of The Twilight Zone. We did it as episode 119 of this show. We're on episode right now 154. We did so many extra episodes to avoid season four. 
It is crazy. Wow, that's that's thirty five episodes, episodes. <laughs> of only eighteen, <laughs> which we needed. What to is do. eighteen times two? Thirty six. Thirty six. We almost did just as yeah. Uh, we did. Um, we almost avoided a season by doing an extra season. <laughs> it is crazy. We did so many like commentary ones. This, oh. You know what else happened? To be fair, 10 of those episodes were the 2019 Twilight Zone. Oh, that, that's true. It's true. And to be fair, we also took a three-month hiatus because you and I had some yeah. serious back issues. Yeah. At the and same then we also time. did a season one wrap-up of 2019. Yep. Yep. So we avoided it how's, quite a how's bit. How's your back feeling, buddy? Let's not talk about that now. We'll talk about it after okay. the show. But, terrible. But we're doing, we're doing good. We're about to hit season five, so 36 episodes in season five, and then we got the Twilight Zone movie, Yep. and then we got the 80s version, and then we got, I don't know if we're going to do Night Gallery. No, no we got to get Twilight Zone out of the way before we... Right? That makes more sense to me. Twilight Zone and then Night Gallery. Yeah. Um, um, and then, yeah, then we got the for, fucking Forrest Whitaker, 2019, or 20, 2001 yeah. version. And then we got Old. the yep, yep. where the season two is going to come out of the of the Jordan Peele version, so and we'll finally find finish. out if he was trolling us or not. Yeah, I can't wait. He better have been. So definitely, way more episodes in the future. We're we're looking at a long uh, like I think we're done, but we're almost done with the original show. But we have so much more to go, and so much more that I haven't seen and really have no context for. I've seen episodes of the eighties, like a couple of them. I've seen a lot, a few of the, like a handful of the Forrest Whitaker ones, but we also barely any. There's also Radio Twilight Zone out there, you know. I don't like those. I, I really can't stand listening yeah, to them. They're hard, ain't they? I mean, it's literally I, word I, for word of what we saw just in radio form. And it, I admire Tom Elliott's passion for the radio dramas, but I go skip every single time. I don't want to listen to it. I just don't. They're on all the Blu-rays, like they have all the radio yeah, plays. I was just, yeah, I was, and, yeah, I was listening to it. And I'm just like, nah, thank you, bro. I, yeah, I, I actually that. listened to about five minutes of the radio drama of um, um, on Tuesday we leave for home, and I didn't get past the him. Ch- they skip two days. You get two days earlier. Well, because well, the show is on Thursday we leave for home. Whatever. Tuesday, Thursday. I mean, does it matter when you're on an asteroid? Yeah. You know, general relativity and all that. An asteroid with atmosphere. Yeah, because that makes sense. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, because atmosphere from all the desert. You know. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. I can't listen to them. But let's get out of here. Holy shit, we're still yeah, going. We are. Let's, let's. Yeah. But wait. Okay, and just to remind, wrap it up. Just want to remind, you know, five star reviews, a Blu-ray of, you know, that's like a seventy dollars value, really. And um, you know, um, yeah. So uh, that's all we're gonna say. We're gonna throw it out there, and um, I'm also gonna put it up there on the Twitter, um, and all that good stuff. And uh, you know what? I'll do it tomorrow too. I'll post it on all the on all the social medias I have. You do the okay. same. We'll post that. Five-star reviews. They get put into a hat. I draw the hat, and then I also associate them with ping pong balls. 
and then I <laughs> choose a choose it's a victor. Insane. Watch Zandalay from from <laughs> his, from and watch a whole lot of other great content from Phoenix's YouTube channel. LAW Studios. Lori Turner, Wonderland on YouTube. But uh, next week, or next episode, rather, is season four, top five, and then we got bottom five after that. Frank's going to come up with an actual list for uh, once, and then we'll... Uh, and since with, you know, with, with, the, with the, you know, with, you know, um, I can't fake it now because of the, you know, trust me, I, I'll have a, I will have a list, and I will show it to you. I promise. Sweet. This will be a first. I, will. I can't yeah. wait. But yeah, it's gonna be real fucking easy to choose your bottom or your top five at least. <laughs> bottom five is gonna be a struggle, um, especially with my ADHD. Until, until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I'm Frank Clementine. Link squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. So, oh, extra squeeze. So long, citizens. Die a slow death. Season four. Season four wasn't as bad as I thought it'd be. Frank, what about you? It was worse. I. I Looking back at the episodes, Can I go, it we, wasn't we're, we're that done. bad. We're done. We're done. We're done. I, I'm You're hitting right. end. Bye. Bye, you sexy bitch. Mm. Me? Yeah, you. Oh. Who else? Oh, shit. Shit. I don't know. The, listeners that, the listener that won the Blu-rays? No, no one won anything yet, but you got those baby blues that just make you want to get on your knees and beg for buttermilk. <laughs>